Welcome back to another episode of Young Not Dumb No Broke with your host Stephen Corner, the mortgage man from Glass Financial and Joshua Mason, Choir Dining, Seal Wines. Today we have the CEO and Director of Penrith Solar Centre, Jake Warner, who is leading Australia to a net zero carbon target. Is that, right. is that correct? Good morning, guys. Good that morning. is correct. Thank Welcome on, mate. On. How are you going? Thank you. I'm really well. We awesome. are leading Australia to net zero. What does that mean? What does net zero mean? Well, it's net zero emissions, net yep. zero energy, net zero waste. Yep. So in my particular area, which is rooftop solar, um, we're targeting energy. So we want to set homes and families up to uh, have a net zero energy impact, if not positively contribute to energy. So, you know, we have homes with big solar systems and batteries that... For example, my house, uh, I can charge electric vehicles and run my house for free, as well as actually supply my neighbours with power, which has been homegrown from uh, from the sun. Yeah, wow. Homegrown electrons, we call them. So you can run your house for free? Oh, yeah, easy. Really? Yeah, what do you mean? I thought that's one of the marketing ploys. No, like, no, no, legit. Oh, get some yeah. solar and you can run your house for no, free. No, my, la- my latest power bill was like $240 credit. And that's, yeah. My power bill is also my internet bill because I've got uh, AGL will pay for my internet as well, like I have my internet with AGL, so my credits off my solar automatically pay for my internet and my solar fuels the cars because they're electric. Yeah, wow. So it's really my fuel bill, my internet bill and my electricity bill, credit. Which all adds up. That's incredible. Wild, eh? That's a lot. Yeah, well, I'm cool. at the service station every week. Bro, Let's do you, know, you want to hear the biggest benefit of an electric vehicle? Because I love electric vehicles. What and type I, of vehicle are we talking here? I've got a Tesla Model S Performance. So it does 0 to 100 in like 2.3 seconds. It's, that, and I'm, I'm not really a car guy, to be honest. Yeah. But I've, I love this car. It's, is it's that sick. one of the fastest cars in Australia? That's it is the, the fastest yeah. production car in Australia. Yeah, yeah wow. like quicker than a GDR and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a quicker one coming, which I've got on order. Uh, Model S <laughs> played. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not in Australia. But, but he's not really a car guy. No, I'm, you know, like, I'm not. Man, I'm, I'm honestly not. Hey, everyone, I'm not a car guy, but I'm getting the latest, <laughs> fastest electric thing yeah. ever I, produced. I just, I love, like, I love electric. I love electric yeah. anything, man. Like, right. I mow the lawns with electric. I actually mowed the lawns this morning. I got an electric right. zero turn right on lawnmower. You know, like, I just yeah, wow. love the power. Like, I love... Proving everyone wrong. Everyone's like diesel, petrol, whatever. And like, I'm all for it, bro. You can't beat the sound of a two-stroke. I like motorbikes and things like that, chainsaws. I still love them. But the power of electric and instant instant torque, huge amounts of torque. Mm. And, uh, you know, the, the hurdle is, it's not like the power of delivery of an electric motor. The hurdle is storage. It's energy storage. Mm. How do we store it? How can we get it to where it needs to go? Um yeah, that's that's it right Bang. there. That's two point one seconds. That's is, your car. Is, no, no, no. That's the new one. My one's one you're, model. Before. So you're getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you show the steering wheel there? The yoke steering. Just so wheel. everyone can see at home. It looks like a Mario Kart steering wheel. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so mine, mine's got black interior. And in though, recent news, Tesla just dropped two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Likely, Elon's, yeah, right. Elon's wild. He's wild right. at the moment. So that's yours. You're getting that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I, they've been out in America for 18 months. Yeah, oh, correct. we're just behind. Yeah, we're correct. behind. Yeah, yeah. we always they, are. They just started to go to China and then, yeah, we start to get them down here. How do we look on a solar perspective compared to other nations oh. in the world? Like, are we, are we, are we there? Are we behind? Where, uh, where, who's in front of us? Well, look, we are actually doing really, really well. Mm. Um, our, we've reached 30% rooftop penetration, which is pretty much the largest in the world. I mean, Europe kill it as well. Um, you know, they're, they've got a lot of 
developed like all through Austria and places like that. The, the hurdle over there is roof space though, but yeah. they're very advanced with storage. They do a lot of wind farms. They got wind Europe farms. Well. They got all yeah. sorts. Yeah, we're a little bit behind. Um, like in Scotland, oh yeah, we, in with we, wind in Scotland, everywhere you drive, it's like yeah, a wind, wind farm, turbines. Wind farm, wind farm. Yeah. The, the huge benefit of wind farms too. I mean, there are massive downsides depending who you ask. Like the they, the physical area they take up, they make a fair bit of noise. Not so much from like. The, the blades, like you don't hear the air so much, but you hear the gearbox in them. Like they're right. pretty pretty noisy. Um, and people think they're an eyesore as well. well if I ask Ray Hadley, he ask Ray. they cause um, yes. migraines and and amongst other things. <laughs> they, they, they may very well. Who knows? Right? Get one in your backyard. Get one in the backyard. Yeah, people ask for it all the time. But the huge benefit of wind farms, it's windy at night time when the sun's not shining. Right. I've got a funny story. I had a wind turbine. I was... <laughs> Oh, I no. just remembered it because it's <laughs> so stupid. So people were so disconnected from using the earth's resources and whatnot. And mm. there was this one time I was, I was out, I was out on a date with this chick, <laughs> and I don't ask me how we got into Did the conversation of no, we're out <laughs> in the city somewhere. And don't ask me how we got in this conversation about renewable energy. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe probably, <laughs> we're probably we're a Tesla probably drove past. Maybe she was that. <laughs> she maybe, was she like, was, maybe she was that fucking boring. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about energy. Like, wow. Yeah. She's um, probably gonna listen to so this. So, I don't know. We ended up chatting about I don't know something got to do with the wind turbines, and I said to her, I was like, oh, do, do you know like what they're used for? She goes, yeah, they used to cool the earth. <laughs> she used to cool the earth down. She thought they were a fan. She they were fans. <laughs> <laughs> to cool Man, I'll tell you what, check please. Check please. <laughs> you know what? We should run the idea by Greta Thunburn oh and see if that will actually help global warming. No, I'm sorry. She said, oh, it cools the earth yeah. down. And I'm like, okay, interesting. Yeah, another cocktail or two <laughs> and I'm out of here. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, man. but it that's just shows funny. that there are, there's probably not enough education out there of, yeah. of this type of stuff. Like, yep. you know, I've got solar at my house. Mm -hmm. um, if it wasn't for me going out there and doing the research as much as I could, mm. I probably wouldn't have had it. You there know, you my, my power bill was like, man, I'm running a pretty a pretty, pretty decent sized home mm -hmm. with a, a wine cellar, everything. Yep. Like, that's running 24-7. My quarterly bill was probably like 150 bucks. So good. Really? Yeah. So good. See, I've yeah. never considered solar until this Isn't it wild? Because you go you're a pretty well-educated guy. Man, you go to my restaurant, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm paying like six grand a quarter. Yeah. Seven grand. Yep. So I'm like, mm -hmm. look at the difference. I'm running a cool room at my, at my restaurant. I'm running a cool room at my house. I've got this, yeah. I've got that. Like, there's not a hell of a lot different. I'm running three so probably fridges. got a big industrial kitchen, to be fair. Mm -hmm. No, but that's only one thing in that whole kitchen is power. The rest is gas. Right. Yeah. Oh, there so you go. Like, you know, when you look at the difference, I mean, I'd love yeah. to, I'd love to hopefully one day, and I'm not giving you ideas and, and hopefully, you know, if you do get the, take my idea, I can be a business partner in it. Where <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, stop recording. You know, yeah, <laughs> cut, cut, cut. And then re-go back again. Yeah. You know, one day having a battery at home and then having a sub battery that plugs into it, you can plug into your power board wherever you go to, to oh, take power off. Man, that's not your idea. That already is happens. it already happening? Yeah. See how far behind I am. Well, so there are there are, there are particular. Okay, so imagine that plugging in at home into a battery. No, it's even having this little fucking. battery. It's even better than that though. In. Even better. It's your car. What does Bro, that do? Almost every EV on the market, electric yeah. vehicle, other yeah. than Tesla, uh, maybe. Okay, so a good example, like Nissan Leaf. Yeah. You can buy a Nissan Leaf. Uh, Stunning car. Yeah, it might be hard not, to say. I don't not know. Really, no. I seen but it. it's got a it's bi-directional charger, so you can literally have it plugged in at work when you might have excess electrons, excess solar. Right? Yeah, yeah. You charge it. You can go home at night time, plug it into your house, and the car will supply your house with power. Fuck! It I is wish wild. I could supply my business with power. Well, probably could. I mean, I it's got plug limitations, and the go. Nissan Leaf doesn't have a huge oh. battery pack. 
but the, I mean, the, the Tesla doesn't do it. And I guess I think personally one of the reasons why is because Tesla's invested in home energy storage as well. So they have the Tesla Powerwall product. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Model S has a 100 kilowatt hour battery pack. For me, I have four power walls on my house and that's only 54 kilowatt hours of storage. So the car is the equivalent of eight home batteries. Wow. Most houses, we only set up with one or two batteries and that's enough to get them overnight. Wow. So the amount of storage that these car has is, is large. So you could, you could potentially plug a couple of Teslas in and run your factory or run your, your, yeah, your, your restaurant, but you're not allowed to do it with, uh, with Teslas. Come on, Elon. Come on, Elon, man. Get something done. Have a crack. There's no point in having the fastest car in the world if you if can't. If you want to talk to him, you should right. tweet him. I'm going to tweet him. Tweet him. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, he suspects the, the Nissan Leaf. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's small. That's, it's that's designed good. to be a little city sort of run around like daily yeah. commute sort yeah. of thing. How many like, Ks to get on the, on the Tesla? So my Model S is about 550 Ks to a charge. Depending how you drive it, you can yeah. honestly get 300 Ks out of it. Yeah. Same as petrol. Yeah. Or you can really drag it out and try and hit 600. The brochure says 670. But that's got to be some sort of wild, ideal conditions. Yeah, correct. I don't get anywhere near that. Like well, you've no. got a heavy foot, so mm. yeah, you like the aircon on everything. Yeah, know, the aircon's an undercover the user. Out. Um, yeah. my stereo, like I pump the stereo every time I'm driving that thing. I'm in the zone. Yeah, right. I'm listening to like danger zone. I'm like pumping myself up, thinking I'm in Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a Tesla the other day, <laughs> yes. and, and man, that thing just it, it sticks on the road because the weight on the bottom of the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, he hit this roundabout, and I thought, man, I'm like, holy shit, like, really? Like, yeah. We're hitting this thing hard and it just went bang. It is <laughs> so heavy. It is like two two tons or thereabouts. Yeah, wow. It might be on the specs, but could it be a little over two tons, right? But all the weight is below the axle line. Like the batteries are in the floor pan, which is the heaviest part. Yep. So this thing sticks to the road like a gecko. And when it launches, it's got, um, what's it called? What's Hyper something. Ludicrous Plus Ludicrous. Is, the, is the setting you go to and you, you, you turn it on and it asks you if you, like, do you really want to turn this on? Because you're about to go fast. And you're like, <laughs> and the options Absolutely. are, like, mum, I want to go fast. The options are bring it on or no, I want my mummy. Really? No joke. That's the options if what you an, when you turn it on. What an Elon. So it actually, mm -hmm. it, it's actually saying that if you don't click that, you're a bitch and you want your mum. That's right. You. That's okay. right. It's encouraging right. you to send it. Wow. And then so it's got, the, this is what it's called, I remember. It's called cheetah stance. So you put it in launch yeah. control yeah. and the front end tucks, like it's on air suspension, tucks and turns the front wheels slightly in for the ultimate launch. Right. And then it just goes. And this thing makes grown men cry like squeal <laughs> like i've had people oh electric doesn't work sitting in the passenger seat and i'm like i don't even tell them i'm about to launch and then they're like oh it's going down what's going here and it just launches their head slams into the seat and they're like oh <laughs> it's the best it's so good oh it's a weird feeling oh yeah because yeah, yeah. you, your your brain doesn't reconcile that what your stomach is feeling because mm. normally when you go that quick you would hear something you would yeah. hear a motor rev or Correct. it's like the feeling of a really fast roller coaster like you know in that superman roller coaster or whatever and it's like sitting still and then it goes yeah right it's just like that feeling yeah well, over, whereas, <laughs> over and whereas over. in my v8 mate you can hear this you can hear rumbling. yeah yeah and it's probably going to break traction and all sorts oh i love it yeah you break it all day <laughs> <laughs> smoke shows tesla doesn't do yeah. that Oh, oh yeah, it's no, only not done on public on track. Roads. It's only done yeah. with officials. Uh, yeah, helmets on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When I'm launching and getting that speed, you're yeah. obviously on drag strip. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't do it anywhere else. No, 
no, no. <laughs> in no. our driveway at home. Not through but, the, yeah. the mountains of yeah. Kermont. Kermont <laughs> <laughs> drag street. Well, well, well mates, um, you know, t- to dive out of the car situation, like, you know, for someone who doesn't like cars, we, we've, we've discovered that he loves cars. Yeah, so correct. That was a bit of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, yeah he's car. like, tell me about cheetah stance and <laughs> you want your money and <laughs> shit. So, yeah, he fucking loves cars. No, I love um, electric vehicles. Yeah, so, That's mate, it. diving out mm. of the car situation because, mm. you know, we, you know, I, I do love a petrol car, but I do appreciate electric cars. Yeah. And, and I know one day I will have one. Um, but Penrith Solar Centre. Yeah. Mate, this business looks impressive. Thank you. It's the real deal. Yeah. Um, it's no backyard job. It's a proper factory. How many staff now? 65. Massive. Members, yeah. So supporting 65 families. Yep. You know, yep. you're sitting at the top, looking down, wow. directing. No, well, you're <laughs> yeah. the top of the tree. I wouldn't yeah. say you're looking down yeah. in the sense that look at me. I, I like to. Above you, I like but you're, to you're directing call the show. It the leader of the organisation. You know when people people say you know the word the word boss like kind of gives me like cringy vibes. You're you the know. motivator. I am. I'm mission control. Is what I am. Yeah. The, the leader Top of the organisation. <laughs> Top dog. <laughs> Ma- Maverick. Uh, 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 Maverick. <laughs> yeah. So no. How many, how many years? How many years? So where, where did it start? Why, yeah. why is power your thing? Yeah. Like where did it come well, from? Man, look, we can go for a real big dive back in time. So when I, when I have a new team member start in the office, particularly um, team members that have client interaction, I. I take them on a one-day tour of Penrith and I actually tell them my story, you know, so they understand who I am and, and what motivated us to get where we are today. So let's let's take a, a, a trip down memory lane. Started with a kid who hated cars. Started with a kid yeah. who hated yeah. cars. <laughs> <laughs> no. And he became so, Elon Musk. Look, I, I, um, I always knew I wanted to be an electrician. I'm an electrician by trade. Yep. It's something I'm really proud of. Um, since about year two. I was always really hands-on. I would go to school and I would take a little battery pack and a switch to school that I'd ripped out of a remote control car that mum bought me the day before. And I would like have the motor as a fan and I would have like a little fan sitting on my desk built out of Meccano. Yeah. Like I always was hands-on. I love building things. You're I was licking the batteries. To I was check licking the batteries. Like I was convincing <laughs> other kids to lick the batteries. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I was having a great Stephen, time. would you lick my battery? <laughs> It didn't no. go like that. No, uh, but I was in the battery liquor in class. You were, that. Uh, <laughs> you were, you were drinking glue, weren't you? Yeah. No, no, no. no, I was sniffing glue. Yeah. Sniffing glue. Yeah. Crayon, crayon eater. <laughs> no, so look, uh, I, I went through school. I was the sort of kid in school that like academically I was okay. I always had an X on the ground, man. Like I remember that first time I got an X on the ground was in year five. Like, Jake, that's your seat. You sit on that X. Yeah. Jake's yeah. distracting, whatever. Like I'm sure... Most people you'll have on the podcast will have an actually similar experience. To high functioning. High functioning. Correct. Yeah. Like <laughs> just entertain um, me. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so I went through school. I went to high school. Um, I went to McCarthy and Emmy Plains. And that was a, that was a really good school at the time. I, I wasn't sure if I liked it. But uh, and I, I, school was, it was, I loved the sports. Like I loved the outdoors. I did mountain biking for sport, which yeah, was really? awesome. Mr. Lachetti, he was awesome. Yeah. So I, I loved that side of school, but like I hated I actually hated the academic side, like mm. English and stuff like that. And it probably shows now, to be honest. Like I, my wife, she's a teacher and she's a grammar Nazi. And like, I'd be lost without her because my, <laughs> yeah. my grammar's pretty poor. Yeah. But I, but well, I. Your ideas are right. My ideas are, yeah. Your yeah, ideas yeah. right. As long as she proofreads something that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I've got <laughs> some, some very talented girls in the office that are great at grammar, yeah. <laughs> grammar and punctuation <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, so anywho. Uh, I finished school in year 10 and I get this like dream job 
I got an apprenticeship at Endeavor Energy, which okay. I was 16. I was the youngest ever employee along with a good friend of mine, Brandon Benici from Glenmore Park. We started together at 16. Endeavor had never seen anyone at 16. And uh, truth be told, there's a good reason why. Like 16, you're not ready to work at Endeavor Energy. I'll tell you that right. for free. Why's that? Well, you're not mature enough. You haven't had the life experience to go in there and mingle with 50-year-olds that are unionized, yeah, right? You don't understand true. why they are how they are. And, uh, you know, I, I got in there and like I was bright eyed, bushy tailed and I guess I was pretty rebellious. I would have been a shit of an apprentice. Actually, I would have been. I, I was. You were. I was a shit of an apprentice, yeah. right? I was very, very clever. I, I was like, I could do most things I was, I was asked to do, but I was adventurous and I was mischievous mischievous or whatever you know i was i was chasing trouble i was distracted by cars ironically and girls and whatever getting zapped tafe licking batteries Batteries. tafe was the last thing on my mind and i i actually only just scraped through and so i have uh i get to like 19 i'm dating this great you know girl i had an awesome job i had a cool car i had jet skis motorbikes i had everything right and from the surface it would look like Jake's killing it. But, you know, there are a few underlying issues um, which is about to unfold right now. So I get to the last year of my apprenticeship and in the space of about two months, my life fell apart. I, well, it fell apart. Um, my, like, I separated with my missus at the time. Um, I broke my leg or my foot and my shoulder in a motorbike crash. I lost my car license and I was told that I wasn't going to have a job at the end of my apprenticeship. And I was like, fuck, what, how did I let this fall apart? Like, how did I get to this stage? I had it made. I was 20. Like, I had it made. Oh, and I was in $50,000 of personal debt at 20. Oh, wow. Because I was buying shit I probably couldn't afford just to impress people I didn't even fucking know, right? Yeah. But I was having fun. To, to be fair, I was actually having fun. Just quickly on the yeah. car thing again. I just remembered. Oh, come on, bro. I know exactly what you're going to say. Jake had a <laughs> brand new station wagon Commodore VE on airbags and he used to <laughs> drop it down. Yeah, I thought I was all that, man. I really I did. forgot about that. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm glad you went there. Yeah. Um, he was rolling around. I was rolling around, yeah, dragging yeah. it on the ground, being yeah. cool. The Pressing stero- people. Like the stereo was louder than... <laughs> Anything you'll ever hear in your life. Had four speakers in the front door, two in the rear doors, had seven amps. Like <laughs> it was the just, bass. It was stupid. That's what I got the wagon for, but hey, because you put all the speakers To put everything in the, in the back. Shagging wagon. <laughs> well, the number plates were swagging. Swagging. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Wow. Guys. Well, mate, oh, if so there's one reason why that. it maybe fell apart at that particular time, <laughs> was the fact it was the plane. That that was the swagon. Your numbers yeah. are swagon. <laughs> it was an S wagon. It was S W A G G. Shagon. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like anyway, I'd expect my life to fall apart too if uh, I was rolling around with that. <laughs> <laughs> Back to 50k personal debt. Oh. 50k personal debt, and uh, you know, and I, I was basically unemployed. Yeah. And but why did it get there? How? What, what did you put it down to? Like, we all go through reflection stages mm. of life okay. and we look back and we go, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. But whatever's in the past in the past, we can only, we can only control what moves forward. It, it went there because my, my perspective was rubbish. My education around money was poor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I thought I was invincible. To to be fair, and like, was anyone advising you at the time? Like, was no. was that was there roadblocks? What do you mean? I backdoored it straight into CBA. I've been cradled to the grave, sort of bank. I've, they're just going to give you fifty k like that. Yeah, it wasn't fifty k at once. <laughs> yeah. It was like twelve, then maybe course, thirteen, yeah, and yeah. whatever. And then, oh, Jake, we can consolidate this debt. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Get me out of out of a bit of trouble. Lower the repayments. You know, it was it was happy days. That's and, why I hate the major banking system in terms of giving personal loans. Mm. ANZ sent me a letter a month before Christmas, mm. asked me, did I want a personal loan? I'll get $500 back. It's mm. disgusting. The banks yeah. prey on the weak. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> you're, I hope you're listening. Can you do that? You're a... Uh, <laughs> no. It was very close. Eh? You shouldn't prey on the weak through personal loans. Is, there another, yeah, word, yeah, is there another word we could use instead of the, nah, the that's G it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, he was very tamed in this one moment. <laughs> wow. He's controlled. Okay. He's feeling good. We've got a bag over his head later. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, so I've I've all that happens in a in a short period of time. And uh for me, when I reflect back, like that was my rock bottom. Some people have a they have a deeper rock bottom than that, but for me that was enough for me to go, shit. Like I've gotta I've gotta do something here. Like, what am I doing? And when I dated this this bird back in the day, like uh, who had just we just separated, her old boy was really successful. Like he, it, it was the sort of guy we had like lobster omelet for breakfast, you know, just for fun. <laughs> like I'd never ever lived a lifestyle like they did, and it wow. wasn't. It was just abundance, was what it was, yeah. and it was, and he was a very powerful man in the way that he knew how to win friends and influence people he knew he he was friends with everyone everyone loved him everyone respected him he walked into a room and the room stopped and looked at him like it was something i'd never witnessed in my life Mm -hmm. and he always he hated my government job and i never understood why i was like fuck like why do you hate it so much and he he always said to me jake if you ever want to do anything with your life you have to read rich dad poor dad correct and i was like hey Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> don't you tell me to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I'm having a good time over here. One of the best books of all time. The pivotal point of my life. Correct. Mm. So all this stuff happens and I'm having just the worst day ever. And all that pops up into my head was, Jake, if you want to do something with your life, read Rich Dad Poor Dad. And man, I walked walk my ass down to Dimix. On your I Dimmicks. walked my ass down there, right? Yeah. Actually, I rode my push bike. I didn't have a car license. I, r- I literally rode my push bike. <laughs> And I go in there and I love I, it. I look for this book. I can't find this book. Expecting it to be gold plated or something. Oh, it's pretty understated. Purple Very understated. Yeah. Yellow writing on it. Mm, bit of purple. Rich and, dad, uh, poor dad. And so I, I, I buy this book. I go home and I dig into this book, and I was like, "Fuck me!" I read it twice, and then I read it a third time, back to back, over about four days. Wow. And it instantly. On the spot, rewired my whole mindset. The biggest thing that I took out of it, the entire, the situation I was in, I was in because of me. I was sitting there blaming everyone at Endeavor. I was blaming everyone. I was the guy I hit in my motorbike crash. It was his fault. You know, it was my mum and dad's fault that I was in debt because I wasn't educated about money. But that wasn't true. It was all me. And from that moment in my life, which was, Mm, maybe 2013 I think I owned my shit I took ownership and I and I started building from there the zero had gone it was it was done it was time to build up and so 
I did. I started a business basically the next day, electrical business. Um, I started working on my relationship with my parents. I never understood the things they said to me or, or why they did the things that they did. And once I read that book, I was like, wow. Because Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's not literally about a dad who's poor. It's about middle class and then, and then sort of upper. Mm. And so, and my dad, you know, he has a great job, you know, he earns over that 100K magical figure and, you know, really comfortable. We always had food on the table. We always had a roof over our head. And so it really shifted my perspective on my dad and how hard he'd actually worked to get us where we got. My, my life growing up was motorbikes. Like we raced motocross every weekend. That's what we did. And I never understood that to have a new motorbike every year was fucking expensive, you know, as a kid and even a teenager, you just, you don't think about that sort of stuff. You just kind of think Santa brings it, right? Yeah, but like, yeah. then you get, you get to this age, I guess, where you actually understand the value of money. And you go, wow, like, hey, thanks. You know, you, you worked your ass off. That's like unreal. So yeah, I, I started building from, from that moment. Um, that was my zero in my life, my true zero. And um, the electrical company started and... I was like, I had momentum, man. Like I was started to read books. I'd never read books in my life. Never, never read a single thing. You know, the next one was how to win friends and influence people. Correct. Great book. And then I went, went from there. And, um, I, I went to like 25 real estate agents through Penrith and I'm like, Hey, I'm your new electrician. And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I got two, I got yeah. two real estates and that was enough to sort of kick off the electrical work. I could. I was doing their maintenance. I was also doing some work for my uncle who owns Penrith Party Hire. I was so fortunate that I had that at that time to fall back on if I didn't have a day's work. And and I built from there. And then uh, I still wasn't really. I was I was working really hard and I was uh, work doing it out of my mum and dad's garage. And dad had the shits with me about that. But but I was doing what I had to do. But I still could take the cheeky day off to play golf. And I still would book out like three to four days a week and call that a full week. Yeah. Anyway, turns out I didn't properly learn my lesson about the license thing. I lost my license again, but it was going to be for six months. And this is like maybe a year after I started Priority Power Services, which is still our company name today. And so I had to put on an apprentice to drive me around. I, I meet this apprentice. His name's Jory. He's still with me today. He's my install manager, one of the greatest people ever you know and um and i'm like i'm employing this guy purely so he can drive my ass around he was a mature age apprentice he was on you know 20 bucks an hour at the time which i I didn't feel like i could afford but as soon as i put him on there was this sense of responsibility that hey i've got another mouth to feed here this is this is pretty serious Mm -hmm. he didn't have any kids at the time he now has two which is one of my greatest accomplishments he was the first person to ever have a child under under psc which was like wow, this guy trusts what we're doing enough to start a family under this. This is, this is pretty wild. It's a great way to look at it. Yeah, it's, it's different because you don't normally think about it like that. No. You normally think, damn it, he's going to be off for a month. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it was good. And, and we started, how we got into solar was uh, there's a fella that I respect a lot, Jim Hill. He owns a company called Nepean Solar in Penrith. And they're, they're a smaller company than us. Um, Jimmy, he's had a huge company in the past and, and uh, he's got a big presence in Penrith everyone knows Jim right and he rings me one day and I was doing subby work electrical work for him I met him playing poker of all places at uh Panthers maybe yeah. and um Jimmy says to me actually he offered me business coaching first he's like hey I do business coaching do you want some and I was like nah dude like not into that eh? I'm just an electrician and then he rings me like two days later he's like hey, I've got some subby work if you want to do some subby work and I'm like 
yeah, sure, why not? Like, let's go do some subby work. And then he goes, I've sold a solar system. Like, do you want to install it? And I was like, no, nah, no way. I'm not doing that shit. Like, I'm not qualified to do solar or anything like that, which because it's a different accreditation to just electrical license. And so, Ben, I, I did it. I did it. I just swallowed my pride. And I was like, come on, Jake. Like, what do you got to lose? Like, nothing. We did it. And I was like, man, that was fun. We earned, you know, good money as a subby. And and uh, we from there, we, we, you know, we did a couple more solar systems. And Jory and I worked out we really liked it. You know, we loved solar. We loved installing it. We were outdoors. It was good. And ultimately, you're really changing someone's life. You're changing a family's life. You're, you're giving them the power to maybe go on holidays once a year or whatever they want to do. You're saving them money. And so... We started doing less electrical work and more solar work and we got to the stage where we were doing all solar subcontracting work and we were doing work for a couple of companies local, some in the Hawkesbury and I had a really bad experience with this one guy, like this sales company who like promised the world to his clients, charged them out the backside and delivered like nothing. He prayed on the week is what this guy did and he was a really nasty person. It was just one, like the final straw that broke the camel's back. I I won't go into what it was, but I just said, man, I'm done with doing these guys' work. We can do this way better than them. I thought sales was going to be a walk in the park. So I was like, I'm going to sell solar and I'm going to install it myself. And I had a good friend of mine, Aaron Crasco, was doing a bit of work for me at the time, um, laboring. And you'll you'll know Aaron and your audience will get to know Aaron. You know, he's director of Pinot and Picasso with James Crow and... A really good person and so he was in my corner at that at that time and he was in my ear he's like jake go let's go let's go let's do it like sales will be easy and so we did you know penner solar center started um early 2017 i sold my first ever system on the first of july 2017 to john and carol sparks in bly park um and they're an old couple man i remember how pumped i was to to sell that first system and i still speak to them today you know they got no power bills they have had for nearly six years now and the system's pumping and it's it's awesome right and uh and then aaron's like i want to do the sales and i'm like bro you can't you're not an electrician like you don't you're not going to know how to sell solar but that was one of the second biggest lessons of my life was you don't have to be an electrician to sell solar. In fact, it's better not to be an electrician to sell solar. You know, it's better to actually just do, just do sales. Correct. And so, yeah, PSC was, was built off the back of that. We built a really strong sales team, really strong um, install team. And um, what we... What we did was right now, like we're in our third factory, we built a training facility. So now we want to take everyday humans off the street, not literally off the street, but bring them in, train them into solar athletes. Like we want these guys to be weapons. And then we train them for two to three weeks before they go out on someone's home and actually install solar. So that that was sort of how it come about. Today, um, yeah, 65 team members. Um, it's I'm having so much fun. I have such a powerful beautiful team um you know i'm really lucky i'm surrounded by great people in that team and uh yeah we're having fun and we're changing the world which is cool what you said there around the change of mindset from your business so what you do yeah. actually being your job as a business owner to mm-hmm. realizing that what you're actually good at is running your business and what you were doing there's just a little tool and mm-hmm. how you grow that business and then separating that that's massive for a business owner to learn because yeah. the point you learn that, that's how you get from two to 65 staff. Yep. Without that, yeah. you can't. Yeah, working like 
on the business on, instead of in, in the, the business. business. And I, I, man, I, I mean, it seems like it just kind of popped up overnight. My first office, I had a bedroom in my office. Yeah. I would sleep there three nights a week. I would fall asleep on the computer at about 10 o'clock at night. I'd take myself to bed and I'd wake up to the boys putting the roller door up in the morning. I knew at that stage of my life, I was doing things that other people weren't willing to do. No other solar company director was doing that. And I, I think I probably leapfrogged two to three years by working like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is paid dividends. I wouldn't do that now. I have a beautiful family at home who I really value spending time with. So, but I did it while I could. I was single, living at home. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, it, but, but you, in a sense, you, you set up where you are today. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did yesterday. Yeah. So, why? Sleeping on the floor, which I'm sure mm. some of us have done. Yeah, done it many I've times. I've done it many yeah, times yeah, too, yeah. actually. Many <laughs> times. Pretty, pretty common <laughs> to people who have uh, many you know, times. made it. <laughs> um, I've, I've slept there, you know, manifesting the idea that if I, if I stay here and and hustle it out, that mm. I am ahead. Yep. You know, because not many people do it. It takes a particular type of person to do yes. it. But what you did then was to set up now. That's right. If you weren't where you were today, you wouldn't be driving a Tesla mm. and losing your license again. You wouldn't have kids. Hey, T's still- and C's. <laughs> I've never ever lost my license in the Tesla. Right. Okay. The Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla automatically yeah, slows down and does. asks if you want your mum or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you still have the swag, but, pretty much. But but yeah. in saying that, you, you know, in all fairness, yep. you know, um, at the end of the day, you are where you are today because of what you did. Yeah. You know, you earned the right to work smart through hard work. Yeah, um, and you'll get a lot of these young people come in there and go, um, you know, my, my mission is to work smarter, not harder. Mm. It doesn't make any sense mm. unless the hard yards have been put in first yep. to earn the right to work smart. Yeah. You know, we uh, as humans were born um, and our intelligence is up to us to build over time. Like we have a right mm. to educate ourselves, become really good at something, to nail it, to hustle, to earn money. That's our right. Mm. So how much we push is how much we get. Yep. So I always look at the situation is whatever you put in is what you get out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. you put a lot in, you sacrificed a lot, but now you're starting to feel the effects of what success looks like. And now you're starting to, you know, I guess build a, a, a journey from this point onwards where it looks a lot more secure and a lot more safe. And, yeah. you know, you can actually focus on the fun parts, which is, yep. and, and I can only imagine how many different other things and energy there is that you're probably accessing over the next few years. Oh, of course. Like, I don't know. You guys are an evolving industry. Electric it's probably, vehicle charging, it's the battery biggest, storage. Like next yeah. to education, like yeah. renewable energy is the biggest, fastest growing industry mm-hmm. on the planet right now yep. with education. Yes. Um, so I can only imagine by you setting up that platform, yeah that now you can get excited to do all this other stuff and be in front of everyone else. Absolutely, man. And, you know, proof that like of the Australian energy market, we had a, a massive company try and buy us just before Christmas. And they, they're a German company. I'm not yeah, wow. really allowed to say who they are or oh, what. fair enough. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, yeah, cheers. Yeah. I, I declined the shit out of that. Of course take, you would, but yeah, that's take, a good... That's take a, the uh, check. Take the check. No, no, the, no, no, don't, don't take no. the check. I've, take I've, the check. I've yeah. assembled, in my opinion, the greatest team... That, renewable energy has ever seen wow. and we are only just getting started where like end of this year we're going to Bathurst yep. then we're going to Newcastle then we're going to Wollongong and I, I, I believe that we can be um, the largest contributor to net zero by 2050 Penner Solar Centre can can be that like wow. I, I truly believe that so that's what we're doing and, and I think yeah I'm so lucky to be able to work on the business and a, a big thing for me is not getting distracted by the bright lights, the opportunities to to buy into things or do little um, ventures that actually don't align with my mission, mm. which is you know to be the 
number one contributor to net zero by 2050 Great in the point. rooftop solar space. Yeah. So you have to keep running your run, running your own, in your own lane, as I say. You Absolutely. Know? Mate, everything yeah. you're saying reminds Blinkers on. Blinkers on. You're saying reminds me of Elon Musk, right? So you mm. drive a Tesla. Yes. I believe you install Tesla systems. Power walls, yep. Now, have you been to the Gigafactory? Twice. Yeah. Right. I've actually pissed that? in the same toilet as Elon Musk. Awesome. Yes. I've never met him though. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm only assuming he peed in this urinal. Like, God, like he's, he has to have. It's at his Gigafactory. Eventually. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I took myself there um, the first time. Actually, I got myself to America and Tesla said, hey, we'll take you for a tour. And then... Um, yeah, then we, uh, the next time Tesla took us over there, flew us over from Australia. And uh, I think we might even be going back there this year, to, like fingers crossed. I know we're going to um, to Germany in June to InterSolar, which is the biggest solar conference in the world. Okay. Um, I'll be going there with Enphase, which is one of my suppliers of micro inverters. Um, uh, probably my favorite supplier, to be fair. Yep. Um, shout out to Enphase. <laughs> and going to Germany. <laughs> um, Whereabouts in Germany? Uh, Munich. Yeah, also. yeah, it's in Munich. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm hopefully going to duck over uh, the Isle of Man's on at the same time. Is so really? yeah, I'm going to hopefully get over there with a few of my mates and watch the last two days of that, and then get back to Munich for the for the conference. Yeah, so, right, awesome. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Yeah. Exciting. And there's a lot of evolution happening around the world, or huge. Like, where do you think the most development of solar is coming from? Is it coming from the European countries? And it's coming from the European countries, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're pushing it the They're hardest. heavy on battery development. Um, yep. All the, like Tesla's an American company. So they're, they're the biggest battery lickers on the planet, basically. The biggest battery lickers on the market, yeah, <laughs> if you call it that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if I don't know if I'd call it that, but they're right into it, man. They're developing, you know, <laughs> crazy. But China's still doing a lot of work and China, China stuff's getting better. You know, yeah. Chinese panels yeah. are not no longer the cheap landfill stuff that maybe they used to be. They're actually yeah. got some really good stuff coming out of there at the moment, depending on what part of China it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the Europeans, they push hard, Germans in particular. With this push towards electric vehicles, mm. now solar is a different story, but electric vehicles. Yeah. I've heard, and we'll have to get Brendan the check, that electric vehicles currently produce more carbon dioxide or more ah, come on, man. into the atmosphere than... There is this argument circling there. There is. There's quite a few arguments, right? So they are quite material heavy to build. You know, you've still got to mine the material, the lithium and, uh, you know, whatever else. Um, But it's fully recyclable. So the the lifespan of a battery isn't just once mm-hmm. you know it's it's infinite you can recycle it and you can reuse it and rebuild it so up front yes it is heavy but over a period of 25 years it's far more eco-friendly you know tenfold 15fold yeah. than than burning petroleum oxide what about the the argument that the electricity you put into the car is yeah. A result of burning fossil fuels to Yeah, well, some, sometimes it is. Yeah. Actually, most of the time it probably is. Yeah. But, man, you've got to realise we're in a transition right now. You know, um, Tesla's mission is to accelerate the world's transition to a sustainable energy source. And that's exactly what they're doing. And that's exactly what we're doing. And so, yes, look, you could look at it like right now, that's, that's the case. And this argument could easily be applied to horse and cart when we went to petrol engines. You know, they would have been having similar arguments back back then, you know, relevant to that time. We're just in a transition period at the moment. And yes, some of it comes from fossil fuels still, um, but there is more and more renewables that are actually supporting our, our grid, you know, our infrastructure. It's mm. not all coal-fired power stations. In fact, they're shutting down yeah. over the next... 
I'm not sure on the time period, but I, you know, 20 years or so, you'd expect them to be to be done. You mm-hmm. know, it'll be solar farms with like South Australian style big batteries going in, and and uh, that's that's what the grid will look like. Yeah, well, we're financing a lot more um, things related to solar farms right now. A lot, of, a lot of people have government contracts. Yeah. Yep. One of my great clients, we're doing two deals for at the moment. Mm-hmm. He, that's all he does. Solar contract farms. solar farms. Yeah. From the government. It's a. It's and a, they're making. Good big money. market, man. It's a really big and market. Yeah. And it's infant. By 2030, 90% of cars out of Germany will be yeah. so, or, 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 sorry, a, a battery operated. Mate, Volvo is committed to full electric cars by 2025. Really? Yeah, Jesus. Volvo, yeah. Wow. We, yeah, we just did a huge Skin, system on the roof of Volvo in Penrith. Beautiful yeah. family-owned business. Wow. Anland Motors. And, yeah. um, Good cars these days. Great cars. I like them. Going electric. They I are like sharp. Them. They're not the old bloody Volvo driver. No, they They are good. sharp, man. They're like gorgeous motors. Really? Vehicles. I haven't seen one. The new Volvo SUVs look great. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You should see these. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electric now. Like... They're, well, they're shifting hybrid, then yeah, full yeah. electric by 2025. Yeah. yeah, well, with the transition, like you said, you can you can um, compare that to horse and car turning into a car. I agree mm, with you. Yeah. I think that it will be lower, but that's yep. what a lot of people say. Yep. Maybe what? Volvo will give us a sponsorship. Yeah, come on, Volvo. Volvo, yeah. come for a Let's sponsorship, go. mate. They, they do. Get yeah. the marketing they, manager out. They Look at this puppy. Yeah. Yep. Good looking and cars. A lot of the time when humans have transitioned, they haven't had a lot of... Um, information mm, mm. that we have today yep. so for example you may already know this but when you go to the petrol station and you buy unleaded fuel mm. they call it unleaded because they used to make fuel with lead in it yeah yeah which is incredible yep right so they started that i think early 1900s and they stopped between the 60s and 80s and they actually attribute a lot of increased violence and lower <laughs> iqs really to the lead being burnt because wow. we know lead is poisonous yeah, yeah, now yeah, right yeah, yeah. to yeah. the lead being burnt in yep. cars yep so the yep. studies that actually show the correlation there, mm-hmm. and that's because I believe the combustion from the petrol needed the lead in it at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we thought that was a good move forward yeah. with a lack of information. Yep. Um, so it's it, it's incredible. So mm. a good a good example too, man. And unfortunately, I think there are always going to be people naysayers, correct? Boomers. Preference, <laughs> right? these, these people are never going to accept that this is the future. They, they just not. They don't believe in solar or they've had a poor experience in the past. They don't think it's possible. And unfortunately, we may have to wait for that generation to move on before we're actually in a time where everyone believes in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they will. The, the, the most common people, age group, bracket, that notices Tesla cars are kids. Correct. Kids pointed out, Tesla, whoa, Batmobile, Tesla, sick. <laughs> Adults... Don't give a razoo. No. They don't. They're stuck. You know, my mum drives a, she loves her Commodore. She doesn't know what the hell she's going to do so next car my, she's got to buy. So does my dad. Because Same. they've had it their whole life. What are you going to do Tesla. next? What do you, they, have to buy, they have to buy an electric vehicle. It might not be a Tesla. What about the they new, might buy the Volvo. Porsche Tycoon? Oh, gorgeous car. Wow. Tycan, yeah. Tycan, is it? Tycan, yeah. Tycan. They're uh, very similar to a Tesla Model S. In fact, Tycan. Beats me to say it, but I believe the specs are a tiny little bit quicker than my Tesla, but not quicker than the new one. And I think they're quicker in the 100 to 200 kilometers, not 0 to 100. All right, let's go get some. Let's. So they're, <laughs> they're actually, they're, they're my Tesla, being an electric motor and having so much torque, they don't have a gearbox. It's basically a motor in the front, a motor in the rear, and a straight motor to wheels drive sort of scenario, right? Still through. Here it is. Well, actually, I don't know if it goes uh, how it's configured, but. 
the, the Porsche is an electric vehicle with a gearbox. It's got two gears. So you get that instant jump and then it hits like second gear. I don't know how quick, maybe 100Ks, who knows? And it just goes again. Yeah, wow. The thing goes again. Brandon, that's the boring version. Can yeah, that's, you, that's the, yeah, that's the, that's the, like the grandma the, version. That's like the, hey, I 5.4 really, seconds. I really Model 3 Porsche, smoked that. I want to pay nothing. Yeah. Tycan S. It's called yeah, Tycan no, S. Be next to it. See the one next to it? There we go. Click across. Nah, that's nah, not keep it. Going. Go we again. want the best one. Yeah, keep, keep going, going. Keep going. Keep going. Look at, the, look at the numbers dropping. Yes. Here oh, here we go. go. The next one, the red one. Oh, there's a blue. There's a blue. Keep going. What's that? Look at this 3.2. There's more. There's more. Keep going. What's the guess? Uh, 2.5. 2.2. 2.5 or 2.7. 2.3. Nah. Keep going. That's it. it. 2.8. 8. <laughs> yeah, Bingo. man. That's, That's it. The one. Two, two, two speed. Like, yeah, it's got a gearbox and they're sexy. The thing, the thing with Teslas is, is that Teslas, they're not a car manufacturer. Mm. Yeah. They're building energy products. They've had to learn to build a car and most of the parts on the Tesla are made by Tesla. The brakes, everything's made by Tesla. Porsche, a beautiful car manufacturer that's had to learn to build electric motors. Mm -hmm. So their car, the finish on that Porsche is eight times better than the finish on my Tesla. I don't like Tesla finishes. No, it's it's poor. It's poor. It's actually really poor. However, the new Chinese Gigafactory have got their finishes really dialed in. I'm talking door gaps. I'm talking, um, you know, the the quality of the pleather. It's not even real leather. Um, You know, the, the actual build quality. My one, like, yeah, it's, it's not actually fantastic, but it's early. It's what you get when you're an early adopter. Correct. Yeah. Mate, tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, internally your business. Yeah. Um, because we do, ch- we do chat about making sure that everyone is connected, you know, yeah. and, and, and how we run our businesses and how we get everyone to, I guess, sing the same song and, mm-hmm. you know, and be along with the journey because yep. it's, it's equally as important for them as it is for yeah. you. You know, the only difference is that you take all the risk, mm-hmm. um, but they're supporting that risk with you. And hopefully by doing that, they're going to get rewarded one day as well yep. alongside with you. So what is the culture like with 65 employees? That's a lot mm. of employees. I've probably got 23, yep. 24. And for yep. me, that's a laugh. Yep. Um, but you've got 65 mm. people that you would probably walk past every day going into your mega factory. Mm. The mega solar facility. The mega solar Yeah, man. Beast. I do. I do. I know all of their names. I think it's important to while call them. While, he's, while Jake's talking, can you bring up the um, Instagram of Penrose Solar Center to show the roof of Penrose Solar Center? <laughs> Is it on your website? No, nah, it's, it's on, on the Insta. Gram, I think. Oh, on yeah, the yeah. yeah. Look up the I don't e- think it's on the I don't know if we website. can bring up Instagram, sure. can we? Google Images. There you go. Yeah, probably Google Images, Penrose Solar go. Roof. Maybe try it. So you go. He's written Penrose Solar Center on the yeah, roof I've written of the Penrose factory solar Center in solar panels. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> is that just for looks or is that for actually some energy? Both. It does, no. It supplies our factory with energy, allows us to charge electric vehicles there. We charge yeah. forklifts. Yeah, yeah, everything. And, you know, Western Sydney Airport gets commissioned in 2026. Pretty oh. high chance of some airplanes flying over that bad boy. I didn't think about that. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Awesome. Yeah. Foresight. Come on, man. Like, awesome yeah. idea. Yeah. So, no, look, the, the culture at PSC um, right now is beautiful. I talk about... Workplace culture, like a really nice coral fish tank. Have you ever had a hard fish tank to keep alive? Mm. I have it, but I've seen them. Yep. Mm. Yeah. When they're on, they're, f- they're on. Yeah. They <laughs> look beautiful. Yeah. But let me tell you, it takes three days to fuck them. The coral starts dying, fish start dying, it gets algae, and then it takes a month to rebuild it. Workplace culture is like that. It can be destroyed really quickly by a fox in the hen house or by misleadership, mismanagement, if you will. Micromanagement can instantly destroy it. Um, 
and and it takes a long time to rebuild the trust and the the, the culture at work. Um, the hardest, I remember that the most difficult time where the culture at work was just really, really bad was when I had around 15 to, to 18 team members and I was the, the, the leader of the whole place. We still didn't have an install manager or sales manager. I was wearing every hat and I was stretched from every limb and that was probably the time I was sleeping in the office. The culture then was bad. It wasn't good. I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the funds for management um, or a leadership team. But, but we worked through it. Um, right now, you know, I empower my leadership team. I have a team that directly report to me of eight. You know, we have an in-house accountant, have HR, sales manager, two install managers, uh, marketing coordinator, um, and head of technical training who trains our team members. So they are responsible for their departments. The more love and attention they give their teams, the better the culture. We do do things, obviously, like... We use employment software called HR Hero. Uh, yeah, HR Hero, I think. It's employment Hero, sorry. Um, we do like wheel spins for their birthday. So if it's their birthday, anniversary, or they've done something that uh, reconciles with our values, they get a wheel spin. Top prize is a thousand bucks. Bottom prize is 10 push-ups. So like <laughs> it's, cold, it's, 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 it's activity, right? It's building. Happy it's, birthday. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fun. Happy birthday, motherfucker. Yeah, happy birthday. Get the hell down. Produce those push-ups. Yeah. We also, um, one Work of the, the big vibe bringers or culture creators in the office is we've got a huge old school Japanese gong. Every time we make a sale, we're one strike closer to net zero. And you whack the shit out of that thing, man. Gong. You, oh, it sends vibration. Mate, what I saw. Brendan, Brendan, can we get a gong or something? What do you got? I don't know if you'd be able to replicate it. He, no, he's going to find a gong. It feels like it sounds. Mm. I messaged, uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was Parasolar Center. Yeah. As soon as you bought it, I said, yeah. where'd you get that from? <laughs> Marketplace, 200 bucks. Was it? Yep, Marketplace. I thought it was somewhere in Melbourne or... No, no, no. We got the idea from Sabri Subi, who owns King Kong right. in Melbourne. We went oh, to down to their office. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, no, we bought it off Marketplace. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, Absolutely. mate, just, mm. just by understanding where you're at now. Yeah. Great. Mate, there would have been pivotal moments in between that shaped where it is today. Yes. Were there people in the mix? Were there things that you yep. did? Did you... Yep go and learn somewhere or did you just wake up one day and went, you just went sweet baby Jesus. I got this. <laughs> like what? Like how? Absolutely how, not. How <laughs> did you, yeah. how did you pivot mm. this situation? Man, my, one of my big growth spurts and uh, where I learned a lot of my leadership skills was um, through Kerwin Ray. Kerwin's Good old very, Kerwin, yeah. Yeah. K man. Yeah. He's um, very, very dominant on social media you go in and you do a fast growth summit. It's a one night thing. And then they sell you on a nail it and scale it, which is a three day event and nail it and scale it, by the way, the value that's delivered in nail and scale it, it should be worth 20 grand. It's not, mm. it's worth a fraction of that is what you pay for it out of nail it and scale it by application. You can get into what they call K2 elite. K2 yeah. elite is, uh, it's the most, well, it's not the most elite. That's, that's not true, but, but that's what they call it. Um, and it's, it's people that think they're going in there to nail it in business. You know, you go in there and it's like, I'm going to turn my business upside down. But really, you're going in there to turn yourself upside down. Correct. Your business is a reflection of you and who you are and your habits and your um, morals um, and what drives you. So you go in there and you think you're going to flip this business on Ted. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And that's how it's sold. But you go in there and you get stripped back to nothing and rebuilt. 
at your own pace. I did K2 Elite for two years. I, I, it's a year contract and then right. I did a second year. Um, and it was one of the greatest things I ever did. The biggest lesson I got out of K2 was to trust your intuition. Your gut, there's a difference between a thought and a feeling. A thought is in your head and you can put that in your head artificially. You can tell yourself something that's maybe not reality. A feeling, that's you connected to the universe. That's you connected to your mission and who you are. Mm. If you get a feeling and that's your gut, not your head, that comes from your gut. If you get a feeling, you should really, really back yourself. If you've got a feeling something's going to be right or wrong, you're generally right. 100%. So, and, and hey, whether you're right or wrong, you're still right because you made the decision. Yeah. Not making a decision is worse than making the wrong decision, Correct. in my opinion. People will argue that. I, I love that. I teach my leadership team this all the time. Make a decision. Back yourself. I would I will clap you on till the cows come home, even if it's the wrong decision. That's the goal. Does sound like that. Uh, yeah, pretty spot gongy, on. Gongy. Yeah, told you, mate. Yeah. We'll find it. With Not bad. Cur- We're cur- one more chance now Ooh. to getting net zero. We are one strike closer to net zero. <laughs> net yeah. zero. With yeah. with mm. Kerwin Ray, I didn't go through his programs. Yep. But when I was a financial advisor as an employee, mm. I found his content. Yep. And I just absolutely consumed it for yes. about two years. Yes. I went to all of the. Um, what do they call it? The initial... Fast Growth Summit. Fast Growth Summit. FGS. I went to like every single yep. one. And exactly what you said then with thoughts and feelings. Do you want me to blow your mind quickly? Yes. You know how Fast Growth Summit is very heavily staffed? Yes. And there's people running around and you go, fuck, these guys are on song. Yeah. That's K2 people. That's yep. people like me. Yeah. People that are in the top level of Kerwin. You go there and you serve and you learn out the back. You're learning more than what you're learning in, in Fast Growth Summit. It is nuts, man. Wow. They put on a proper show. Really? Yeah, those people that you go, how are you so in tune? These guys own businesses, anything from startup to $200 million businesses. Wow. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Legit. But and they're just serving. They're just there so helping Kerwin's, you. Kerwin's proper. Kerwin's proper. Mate, Kerwin's no, let's get him legit. on the podcast. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Kerwin. Kerwin. On the podcast. We're calling on the him out, mate. Let's he's got a Called Unstoppable. It does. I but, used um, to watch his daily vlogs every day. I, yeah. I consumed so much Kerwin. Yep. And then I had my epiphany moment where I quit yep. and did yep. my Hey, that's my okay. Yep. I, I had it too. I had it too. But then I, I stopped listening to yep. everything. Yep. I go, I thought to myself, I've learned mm. enough now because you become addicted to yeah. learning things but not actioning them. Uh-huh. So I turned it yep. all off for six months. Yep. And then I went action mode. I didn't listen to it for a year or two down the track again. Yeah, I yeah. love I love how practical he is. Yep, super practical. He is man, and he, he really spells it out for you, and he really sh- takes strips the layers back yep. little by little. He does to get right back to even before mm. the core even started. Yep. So and that's the reason why very I, I, it's Correct. very easy to connect with him for someone who's very practically mind like me. Uh, I look at that yeah. and I go. I understand it. I yes. understand. I understand yes. it. Remove the layers little by little by yep. little. Dig deeper and deeper and Dig deeper. Dig deeper. Get to the root cause. The, even before the root cause. Mm. Find mm. The, the, the pre part. The, the trauma maybe actually, or whatever yeah. it was. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the reason I like him. I yeah. like how he just really knows how to scale it back. So for those who like, a, like, and you know, I, I don't have anything to do with Kerwin. I don't get paid by Kerwin. I had a great experience with Kerwin. He, um, his real life energy you get four times more out of it than online content. Really? His energy and his connection to people in a room is like nothing I've ever felt in my entire life. It is wild. Wow. If you ever get the chance to go there, highly recommend Nail It and Scale It. Highly recommend. 
Yeah, we'll just get you him, get him here. here. You can try and get him here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think he will drive all the way here into this <laughs> underground bunker. <laughs> In this underground bunker. I think he'll do bunker. it. It's a million dollar studio. A hey. million dollar studio. Hey, never get a million ever, dollar man ever say never. Kerwin, <laughs> Kerwin. You're up. No, but we're gonna tag you in this. Well, we want your response, Cohen. Well, we love you. Well, to some people as well, you get feelings, and if you don't know how to deal with feelings or thoughts or mm. what Jake mentioned before, intuition, because mm. in your head you've got all these thoughts, right? And then if you want to start a business, everyone's filling this with noise, and then you forget to listen to this. Yeah. And when you start listening to this, my life went ten times. Yes. Once yes. I started doing that, absolutely, absolutely ten times. Yeah. I would never go back. Yeah. That's because he, Kerwin, started talking about. You know that these feelings are normal to have. Mm. This is what they actually mean. That's and this right. Is where it came from. Yep. And people don't talk about that. Most entrepreneurs or successful business people will talk about how we get more sales, yep. how we do X, Y, Z, or work harder, work eighteen hours a day instead of you know eight hours a day. Kerwin teaches the opposite. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a beautiful thing because yep. that's the reality of a long-term successful business. Yes. Not just a short-term dive in to make a lot of profit. Yes. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. And and so that was one of my pivotal points, K2. Um, I remember when I went into K2, I think we were turning over like 750K a year. When I left K2 after two years, it was maybe like 7 million or something. We, we jumped, it was like, we did 3.6 and we did seven and then it just kept going from there. Um, and another pivotal moment for me, which really centered me, uh, I mean, all in that process, I learned the art of planning. Planning is a beautiful thing. Putting, a, putting something on paper is wildly powerful um it's just like setting your human gps to the destination and it almost doesn't matter what you do you're going to get there because you've told yourself that's what i'm doing but the next another thing i did and i'm going back in march i uh i'm going with aaron Crasco. actually i went to aroha aroha is a wellness retreat in new zealand um it's like it's actually a vegan retreat which is not I've, me I've, at all i've heard of this yeah and this place strips you down it was voted like best retreat in the world um for a few years in a row you go What's on like called, aroha a r aroha a r a h a aloha aroha but aroha it's right. getting shout outs today man well this was this endorsements out of this podcast we're gonna get <laughs> yeah one this, is pen of souls um center um, <laughs> <laughs> no th- this this place really stripped me back over eight days um and it got me, it, it helped me gain clarity. I, when I, I, I did it over New Year's from 2018 going into 2019 was the first and only time I've been there. And that, when I got home in 2019, I built a beautiful plan. The plan was to have 19 by 19, 19 staff by the end of 2019. We were going to do four installs a day and it was a $10 million turnover model. Um, and it was, it was the first time that I was, hyper clear and I there was no blockages for me you know sometimes when you're talking even you can have a blockage from heart to head to mouth and you can choke and stutter when I left Aroha I was the clearest my relationships were the best I've ever been in my life I was the fittest and healthiest mentally and physically I ever 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 was and am and I just cannot recommend it enough so I'm going back in March another eight-day retreat and they every day break you down as a human and rebuild you in the same day. The next day you're broken further. And what I mean by this is you're doing wild hikes, 15 Ks a day. So the morning oh. starts with yoga. I'd never done yoga before. There's something to be said about yoga and gaining stillness of the mind. Then you do a workout in the morning. Then you do 
like a 15k hike, kind of minimum, really hard hike, and they've all got beautiful destinations. It's in Glenorchy, the southern island of New Zealand. Uh, and then you go back, you have lunch, you get an hour-long massage, you go like hot, cold pools, you, you rest so well at night time, and you're not eating any meat or any alcohol or anything in this period of time. I lost... Mm. And it's not about losing weight. I never went there to lose weight, but it was cool. It was a byproduct of the mental clarity I gained. I lost like eight kilos in eight days. And wow. it was from places I don't lose weight. My blood flow, this, this may be completely inappropriate, but my blood flow in my body was the greatest I'd ever felt it in my life. I was so in touch with who I was. My like, function of my genitals was wild, like something I've never, ever experienced, ever. Wow. I, I know. And it came from this. And man, this is a hidden gem. If you are one of those people that is fast, high functioning, you, you're, you've got your goal set, I cannot recommend yeah. <laughs> enough to get to Araha. Guilty. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm telling too. you, this will center you and, and, and give you, it's not one of those fake hits. You know how people watch reels and they get a hit for half an hour? Mm. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. Or they start 75 hard and make it to day seven. Yeah. This, this shit here. No phones there, eh? Nothing. No, 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 there is, but it's frowned upon to fucking have them out. You do a, you do a day of no talking and no phones. They, they're awesome. put away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro, day, try have no phone for a day. See how no, you no, go. No tough. talking for the day. Bro, one whole day, 24 hours of no talking. There and you still do all the activities without talking. There's a, it is wild. There's a, there's a Buddhist temple up in the Blue Mountains. Absolutely there is. They do. Yeah, the, do there's there's one like near Byron too called Gwingalan or something. Apparently yeah, it's really is. good too. They do the vow of silence up there. Yes. And the only th they give you, I don't think it even costs anything to go. They give a donation. Right. They take you in yeah, wow. and they give you three meals a day. Just suss that out. I think, I think it's vegetarian yeah. as well. Yep. Yep. Um, but they have the, the silence. So I think you can stay there for as long like mm. as long as you want. Technically. Wow. I'm going to Aroha. Yeah. Bro, I want to go there. I, I'm cannot, there. I just cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. And Let's do it. you're surrounded by people that are on their own journey. You're in a, like a, a group of, say, I think maybe 20 people. I met politicians. I met this beautiful family from New Zealand who had the first, um, what's that movie with that weird character that looks like a Pokemon? They've just released this Avatar. Mm. Right, the first avatar was like filmed at his property. He was telling me, oh, awesome. beautiful people, man, and like empowering people. And uh, man, it set me up for mental clarity um, for, for years, years, years. Yeah, wow. I've never had that feeling from anything else in my life. Wholesomeness, contentment. Well, let's go do it. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'll, I'll do it. Do it. Uh, absolutely, yeah, I'll do it. Do it. Um, um, for sure. Like, when are you going to do it? I'm let's, all about let's hold it. you accountable to this. Right. Let's go. Look at the look at the, the calendar, calendar after this. Look at the calendar. Mate, we'll make it happen. There's a march. Like that's I'm doing the march one. You want to do the Just eight day one. You can do march. weekend ones or longer. But remember, you're flying in New Zealand. Oh, mate, I want make eight it worth days it. of silence. <laughs> I want to get locked in a dark room. Honestly, do it. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Let's slide the food under the <laughs> under the thing. Yeah. Oh, God, it, that the is room. what I call filling your cup. Have you done seventy five hard? No, I have failed 75 hard. I yeah. did it at the start of last year. Did you succeed? Whole you did it with my brother. Days. Didn't Alex start it with What's you? A 75 he did it hard? after me. What's his name? No, okay. so he, no, so Can we tell me what it is? Uh, 75 hard a challenge by David Goggins. Is no, that it's the is? other no? guy, Fazella. Andy Fazella. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because when you fail it, he looks at you really angrily through the app. Correct. Um, my well, mate Jack, failed, Jack Henderson so. is currently doing it, actually. He's posting online. What is this? What is this? So it's, it's actually just... Um, it's just a series of daily tasks that yeah. lead to high performance. You've got to exercise twice a day for a minimum an hour or 45 so minutes. So 45 minutes each session and one has to be outside. Yep. 
And then you have to drink. 3.6 gallons of water. Yeah, I think. which. Uh, so like so it's it, 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 You no, got to read so, 10 pages no, of a book? Yeah. It, 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 no, it equates to 3.6 liters. The gallons okay. to liters yeah. is 3. Which 6. sounds easy, but that actually kicks your ass. Mate, that bladder, the bladder yeah. funk control, you lose that for a while. And they're 10 pages of a book. 10 pages of a book. And then you can't drink alcohol. Yeah. And you have to stick and you got to be on a diet. A diet. It doesn't yep. matter what diet. So what I did was I did no carbs. Yep. Like, and when I say no carbs, I still ate like, um, like a. I didn't really eat potato either. Mm. I didn't do pasta, chips, anything fried, mm-hmm. like nothing. Like if I had cauliflower, I think there's carbs in cauliflower yeah. or something. Like not that type of carb, but like, you know, bad yeah. carbs. No alcohol, exercise twice a day. Yep. And I hate exercising. <laughs> and I did the whole thing for oh. 75 days. Wow. It was good, mm. but it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, enjoy, I enjoy the challenge. So yep. me focusing on the challenge. I found that though, having... The, the devotion to doing the 75 hard yes. took away from other areas of my life because it's so mm, full on. Yep. Because think about yep. this. Now every day there's two hours um, exercising. Mm. Now you've got to read. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to think about, oh, when am I going to do this at this point in time and blah, yep. blah, blah. Yeah, but you, you need but to do art, stuff that works for you though as well. Of course. And, yeah. and I will not make an excuse. I failed 75 hard because I didn't commit. Yeah, you know, I, I failed it because I failed it. No, but, no but it didn't work within what you probably had. Well, I had a newborn baby. Exactly, it but work. that doesn't matter. I set myself the challenge, and I said I'm doing this, yeah, and I knew sure. I had a newborn baby when I said I was going to do it. Yeah. Mm. So it was on me for failing. But what 75 hard does, if you're one of those people, I think that that can't commit to things, and that I don't feel that's not me. Yeah. But but I didn't finish that though. If you're one of those people that like struggles to to even commit showing up on time and, and just basic stuff in life which I was late for this podcast by a couple of minutes this morning. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd think that would kick you into gear. It's awesome for discipline. That's the whole point discipline. of it. Yeah. See, why I did it was because the year before we mm. had, well, up until that point, was the, my best year of business ever. Yeah. However, mm. I was working like 18 hours a day. Sure. And then with that comes drinking too much alcohol or yes. eating too much food. Va- so I, vaping. Or vaping. Oh. Right? And I, had, I, needed, I needed a big reset. Isn't that, that a trend? Yeah. Vaping. Well, I actually thought Stephen quit. Interesting data. And he walked in today with his jacket on and... <sighs> Nothing infuriates me more, if I'm honest. Aircon's blowing. <laughs> it smells nice from the outside point of view. Better than a durry. Back to my story. <laughs> <laughs> this is valuable information I'm about to say. Okay, go for it. I yeah. forget what I was saying now. I lost Oh, it. no. <laughs> You're talking about discipline, 75 hours. Um, yeah. Drinking alcohol. Oh, you had the best year ever, but you're working 18 hours a day. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was you're fucked. Um, Partying. No, it was mm. like actual proper Eating work. Out. Like okay. proper work, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I said to my wife, I said, I'm going to do this. I told my friend, again, you can't do that, Stephen. You're like, you love alcohol. Like, you love eating food. Mm. I go, no, I'm going to do it. My best mate, Matt, he goes, are you sure? Okay, mate, if I can't do this in my life, mm. I'm a loser and I can't do anything. Ah. So then I, I told myself every day I was a loser if I quit. For all of us in here and for the viewers as well, yeah. if there's something that Stephen loves, fucking loves food. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like hey. This guy would be one hey. of the pickiest guys. And hey, like, what am I? Like I'm just yeah. some chef guy. But uh, at the end of the day, like if I'm going out for dinner mm. and we're sitting at a table and I've got this guy next to me, we're ordering stuff. We're having a good time, whatever. Mate, if he eats something and he thinks it's shit, he'd be like, that's shit. Oh, <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Like, are you one of those people too? I won't. Not coming back. I don't, but I don't complain. I'm yeah. not a complainer about food. Uh-huh. But if I eat it and Joshua asks me, he goes, well, how's, and I'll go, I don't like it. 
Oh, like, we had a okay. shit steak a while ago, eh? Oh, oh that was horrible. Horrible Where was it from? We should oh, we're not going to say Let's not. Well, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to say, but the, the yeah. thing that really annoyed me is that we said it was shit. It was like the most expensive steak they had on their menu. We're like, wow. you know what? Fuck it. Let's go out. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. have a good steak. We deserve it. Let's yeah. do it. And, yeah. and, we, and we did it. We had a beautiful bottle of Pinot Noir um, and we had this, we ordered the steak. Steak came out, mate. It was it was it was ready for a shark to eat it. No, and we're yeah. eating there. We're we're, we're, we're nungin on this date. Nungin. The guy comes over and goes, "How's the steak?" And we said, "Listen, the flavor's good." Like I had to give him something. He's yeah. like, "Oh, the flavor's shit." Yeah. I'm like, "No, it's good." <laughs> I did not say <laughs> that. Yeah, I do not speak and to people like, like that. We kind of set it to the table, mm. and um, and uh, I was like, "Look, the flavor's good, but the steak's chewy." Guy goes, "Oh, okay." He goes, "Oh, well, that steak, you know, it does have a little bit of meatiness to it." I'm like, "What for a two hundred fifty dollars steak? Yeah. Man, those things should be a piece of butter." Absolutely. And it comes back a few minutes later and goes, "Yeah, the chef's checked it. They think it's all right." <laughs> So you know what's awesome? Of course they yeah, do. You know what's awesome about me connecting with Josh I last year? I saw red then. Yeah. I saw red. I yeah. said, don't fucking start with yeah. me. <laughs> Bring that chef it's out It's awesome here. connecting with Josh last year because I've always really liked food. And I don't $5 food is fucking delicious if it's cooked right. Mm. right? It's not, it doesn't have to be expensive to be good food. It just has to be good food, right? Mm. So if you go down to like, um, if you go to Cabramatta or if you go to Eastwood, like they've got some of the best um, Vietnamese or Chinese food. Ever. It's like mm. $5, $10 for the best food ever. Mm. But when you go to these restaurants who are overcharging and then they give you something that's terrible, I thought that I was potentially just picky. But then I met Josh, who's a one-hat chef, so he knows what he's doing. And now I have someone to rely on. I go, am I picky? He goes, no, nah, <laughs> you're right. bounce shit food off <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon this could borderline be a curse. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, and it's funny. He comes, he comes to my Monday night roast at my house you know, mate, and we put the spread on. Yeah, yeah, the you spread. turn it up. Oh, the spread from sashimi platters. No way. The, mate, you should yeah. see the whole kitchen table is full of food. Yeah. Wow. Chockers. The ritual. Who goes? Just depends. Depends. How do I get a ticket to this depends, exclusive mate, event? It's an exclusive ticket. Jeez. Monday roast. We go into the cellar. We pick something out. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's proper. There's lots th of things I think. I think Jake's... I think yeah. Jake's... I should win for the next one then. Surely. Get him in. Surely. I'll, I'll, next Monday. I'll... I'll deliver value. Really? I'll deliver value. Okay. Well, uh, do it next Monday? Next, next Monday? Monday, we're in. Next Monday. Yeah, Monday your roast. Bring your Monday wife. Roast. Uh, we're going to get Bring all the comments team. and the viewers going, well, can I go to yeah. Chef <laughs> Dr. Mason's house too for Monday roast? Why not? It is an exclusive ticket. Well, you, you like need to sit on this seat. Yeah, sit on the seat. To sit on my roast. seat at my house. <laughs> fair. Hey, totally fair. You know, like yeah. now. You've got to get a vibe check before they come to your house. Josh will chuck the steaks on. He'll be like, oh, how they look and see are they done. And I'm like, how the fuck do I know? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, I look at him like, what do you think? I'm a chef or something? Yeah. <laughs> while, while I'm inside, like preparing sashimi, platter, yeah. like, jalapenos yeah. and stuff. Can you not just check the steaks? <laughs> I'm doing garlic prawns inside. Oh. I'm like, mate, just do something to go check the steaks for a second. Nah. <laughs> we get, we, I'm getting better. Yeah. 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 Well, no, well, thank you, mate. Thanks for coming on. It's no, been a really you. good chinwag and, a, and a, good, a good catch up as well. Um, you know, Big congratulations for all your achievements. I think um, what you're doing is great and, um, you know, you're benefiting to people's lives. Yeah. And um, I think, mate, you're running your course, you're in your lane and people who stay in their lane usually get the most out of it. So, so true, man. what you're doing right now and how you're going about it is why it's successful. Thank you. There's no surprise. Um, there's no magical formula here. Mm. It's been pure dedication and focus. And mate, since the, the, since the moment I met you, I knew someone was passionate about this project.
from the moment there was an energy about you, you went bang, and I went, this guy loves what he does. And, um, mate, it, it's, uh, it rebounds across the room. So, yeah. mate, thank you so much for coming It's been on. good, no. Thank yeah. you, guys. Awesome. It's and, been uh, really mate, fun. And, really mate, fun. And, and I hope that we can collaborate in some, in some form in, in, in the future, mate. We'll, we'll sure. talk about it at Monday, dear. We'll talk about it on, <laughs> on Monday, very uh, Stephen. Correct. Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming back again. Thanks for myself. Thanks for Brendan. We're all here doing our thing. And, mate. Every week. Number one Australia's best podcast, mate. We are the number one. Number one podcast in Australia. Wow. Self-proclaimed. Get us there. <laughs> <laughs> Young, not mate, dumb, not broke. That's mate, it. If, if we don't manifest it, we're not going to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up. Who this is the be- mate, this is this the is. best podcast. This is one of the best podcast rooms. How good yeah. is this? Wow, it's a good start. Look, yeah, look at it. It's no cool. one else is doing this. Thank See you. you. Soon. See you soon. Uru. Until next time.